Hey Peaches, welcome to the 20 Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Beth, and I founded the 20 Fun Podcast to start a conversation. Your 20s are one of the most important and pivotal years of your life. Each week, I bring on a guest to chat about a problem or struggle we go through in our 20s. Whether it's advice, how-to, or just a conversation about how I'm feeling, each episode will leave you entertained and informed. 20 Fun is a place you can admit your struggles and be accepted into a community of 20-somethings figuring out life with you. Keep on listening and keep it 20 fun. Hey peaches, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is another solo episode. It's just me and I'm going to be talking about my Instacart journey. So I mentioned in the last episode that I started Instacart as a way to make money during all of this pandemic and hustle and starting an internship. And and I chose it because it's a great way for me to work my own hours and um, kind of fit it into my schedule. So I just thought that since some of you guys had questions, I would just upload a podcast episode about it. Because when I was looking to sign up for Instacart, I really was looking for like resources, YouTube videos, all that kind of stuff for for learning about like what was it going to be like? Was it even worth trying? What did, what were people's experiences? So I hope this episode is informative. And if you're thinking about doing Instacart, I hope this helps you determine whether it is right for you or not. But before we get into all that, we're going to do Happy Crappy. Y'all, my happy this week is that I made a TikTok recipe and it actually worked and it was delicious. So I made about an hour ago banana ice cream and I'm going to tell you how to make it. It's the easiest thing in the world. That's why I thought I couldn't do it. I thought there was some way I would screw it up, but I took two ripe bananas, not the green ones. You want them to have a little bit of the brown spots on them. And I froze them. So I kind of, I, I like broke them up into little pieces. I didn't, some people slice them. I don't think you have to be that like perfectionist. I think you can really, I just broke them up. And I stuck them in a Ziploc baggie and I froze them. So I stuck them in the freezer at like noon today and I got them out gosh, at like six and they were perfectly frozen. So it really doesn't take that long. You don't have to do it overnight. You can, I don't, I feel like that wouldn't hurt you, but if you want a quick sweet treat, that's like ice cream and healthy, then you can just throw them in the freezer for like a few hours. So you do that and you let them freeze. Then when you get ready to make it, you just put those bananas in your blender And I took about a tablespoon of peanut butter. Now, the peanut butter is optional. If you like peanut butter and bananas, which I personally do, then feel free to put more peanut butter, put less. You don't even have to put peanut butter in there. I just think peanut butter and bananas is like one of the best combinations ever. So I just did it. But if you really don't like peanut butter or if you're allergic to peanuts, then don't do it. Just skip that step. Then I added some, this is, completely optional I just wanted to feel bougie with my life I added some cacao nibs 
in the blender with the peanut butter and the bananas. So cacao nibs, if you don't know what those are, they're basically like super bitter chocolate chips that like have no sugar and they're just like chocolate. I, there's a, probably a lot of a, a much better way to explain that, but I can't think of one. It's just like bitter chocolate chips. So <laughs> I threw like a pinch of cacao nibs in there just because I like peanut butter and chocolate and banana and all that. And I wanted to feel bougie. And then you blend it for, I don't even know if mine did like 30 seconds. Like you blend it until the bananas are crushed up and the peanut butter's mixed in. And it is so good, you guys. The consistency is a lot like ice cream. Now, of course, you know, it's not going to be perfect. Don't think you're going to get like an amazing sonic blast out of this. But it's a much healthier alternative and it definitely curbed my sweet tooth. Like it, it was delicious. I'm definitely going to add it to like the things I regularly keep in my freezer just in case I want some sometimes. So that's my happy this week. Didn't think I could actually pull it off and make it work, but I did. My crappy this week is that y'all, I've just been lazy again. I hate coming on here. I feel like I say that every week. But I've been lazy and I just am going to keep calling myself out on it. I'm on TikTok too much and hopefully I'll get better. We will get better. Let's just say that. My song of the week, I actually do have one this week. And it's a TikTok song, of course. Um, It's called Diamond in My Pocket by Cody Johnson. It's a country song. And it comes up on my feed all the time with those TikToks from like couples who post their story or post like being happy together. And I don't know. I just think it's cute because I love positivity and my for you page is filled with like happy people. And I don't know. Alan and I talked about how we liked the song. And so we actually looked it up in the car and it's such a cute song. So look it up. Cody Johnson, Diamond in My Pocket, if you just want to give yourself like a light little pick-me-up, because I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, so moving on into today's topic, my journey with Instacart is kind of a long one, even though I haven't been shopping that much. Um, So we're going to start at the very beginning. So last September... I wanted to join Instacart because I wanted a way to make money on the days that I had off of class or if I had like a few hours in between classes, I wanted something I could do on my own terms and make some money. So I tried to sign up for Instacart in my area and I submitted like this like entry application that was just a basic like email phone number stuff like that and then I was taken to a page and it said we're not hiring drivers in your area you're on the wait list we'll let you know and so I was like that sucks you know I really wanted to do this but oh well so I figured something else out I ended up getting that internship so everything worked out but fast forward to March of this year before all this crazy quarantine stuff happened, I was like, I'm going to do Instacart again because I've got some extra time. I just want to do it and make some extra money. So I went back online, signed into my account because I'd made it, you know, in September. And I had like a notification that said, sign up to become a driver. We're hiring drivers in your area. Got super excited, filled out the complete application, which is very thorough. I just want to take like a pause here 
to say that if you are somebody and you don't necessarily want to work for Instacart, but you want to use Instacart services, like you want to order your groceries and have them delivered, and you've always been kind of wondered, you've kind of wondered, you always have been kind of curious about, you know, are the drivers legit? Are they sketchy? Are they criminals? You know, stuff like that. Instacart does a very intense background check that takes a long time to come back. They do a criminal background check and a like DMV, I can't think of the word, car, like your background check on your car, how many times you've gotten pulled over and stuff like that. A DMV report, I think that's what they call it. They do that and it takes a while to come back. So trust me, your Instacart shopper should be well vetted because I signed up in March, okay, And as soon as you sign up, you give them permission to do the background checks, all that kind of stuff. And then you are told that you have to wait until your background checks come back and um, you're sent a card in the mail. So when you shop for Instacart, they give you this preloaded debit card and that's what you swipe with at the register to pay for the groceries. So they say that they're going to send you the card. So I'm like, okay, great. Got to look at my card. Well, at this time, I was moving and for some reason my address got mixed up on where they were sending my card like my address on my forms was right but when I got the notification that they where they had sent the card like it was on its way it was the wrong address so I called Instacart support and they said to um to request a new one after a few more days. So I needed to wait a few more days, let it get there, blah, 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 and then request a new one on the app. So you can do that. So I was like, okay, great, whatever. So I wait a few days, I request a new one, and then that has to go through a whole like approval process. They have to cancel the one you had, and they say they're going to send you a new one. So by the time I got my Instacart card, it was like mid-April, mid-April yeah mid-April so then I'm waiting to do um I'm waiting to shop because I didn't really want to shop like during all the pandemic stuff you know I'm in Tennessee if if you're a new listener you haven't heard before I live in Tennessee and around the beginning of May our quarantine rules started to um started to like go we started phasing into going back to normal. That's what I'm trying to say. So I, in April, I didn't really want to go out. You know, I still didn't really feel comfortable. So I just didn't start shopping. Fast forward to, there was about a week where I didn't feel comfortable. And then I started shopping. So, well, or I wanted to start shopping. I should say that. So I get my card in the mail and I go and I'm ready to go to work. I go to the store, I'm sitting in the parking lot, I've looked up all this stuff on YouTube and podcasts, and I'm ready to get my first batch. That's what Instacart Instacart calls, like, your orders. You get, like, a batch. So then I go on there, and it says that my criminal background check still has not come back. So I call support, and I'm like, hey, it's been, like, two months. And so they get it all worked out, finally... Long story short, it takes forever to get your background check back and you need to be prepared for that because I was not and I was kind of frustrated. Anyway, so moving on to just pros about Instacart. So like I said, you get to work when you want. 
Um, that's been my favorite thing. Typically, I find that batches are the best in my area in the mornings. I'm not really sure. it On the app, it tells you like the best times to shop. But honestly, I never go by that because every time I try to go at the peak, it there's no batches. But if I try to go at like 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning, there's always batches there. So typically, I start... 7 30 in the morning and then I'll just keep going all day from there until I don't have any batches or if I want to stop so I think I should back up so when you go to Instacart and you go to the app there'll you get a batch and the batch essentially is your order so before you accept a batch you can see what Instacart's going to pay and what the customer's tip is so Typically, you add those together and that's what your batch total is going to be and that's what's going to show. So, for example, I've had an order where it'll say 33 items, 52 units, which means there's 33 different items, but 52 total things you're going to have to like bag up and check out with. So, they could have gotten like two of something. So, it'll say 52 items. It'll tell you... or excuse me, 52 units, trying not to confuse you guys. It will say what store it's at. It'll give you, it won't give you the exact address of the customer, but it'll kind of give you how far away the customer is from the store. And it'll give you what the base pay is and what their tip is. So you make money off of Instacart because they do pay you, but then you also make money from tips. And I've found that I make almost equal in base pay and tips. And honestly, that's what makes it worth it because when people don't tip, Instacart doesn't really pay that much to make it profitable. For example, I might have an order that says Instacart's going to pay $9 because they calculate the mileage from the store to the customer's house so if the customer lives six miles away they do i think it's 0.66 cents like so 60 cents times how many miles away you are and that's how they calculate your base pay now sometimes that might include um a peak bonus if like you're shopping during a super busy time or it might include heavy pay so if they get like five cases of water bottles and four, you know, huge things of drinks or, or if you're at Sam's or Costco or something like that, then they might include heavy pay, which is like, I guess, like an extra like four bucks. Um, and then the customer's tip. So the customers can tip on a percentage. They can tip on like a flat rate. Um, a lot of people that I've found, they tip on percentage of order cost, which is kind of unfortunate when um, the order cost doesn't have as much, but well, I'm going to circle back around to that. So you drive to the store or you swipe to accept the batch. Then you drive to the store and you start shopping. I always like to send my customers a little note that says, hi, Christine, I'm Laura Beth, your shopper today. Just want to double check. Is there anything you'd like to add to your order? Because, and I do that because I'm trying to have great customer service and I'm always trying to increase my tips. So I want their experience to be really really good so I always say that so most of the time they say no sometimes they actually do say yes um and so just be prepared for them to say yes but I found that that tremendously helps my tips and then honestly I just start shopping so the great thing about Instacart is that they give you most of the time now one time it for some weird reason my app messed up but most of the time they give you 
what aisle the item's on. And if a customer has made an item like a priority, then it goes to the top and then it sorts it by aisle, produce, meat, dairy. It's well sorted. So typically I like to start with produce and work my way towards frozen now some people that they might freak out about that and say you need to get stuff in the middle first you know like the the boxes and the prepackaged stuff I find that that just takes me longer if I'm running across the store that much so I start at the beginning of the store and literally just work my way around the outer edge going into the middle when needed but most people get things along the outside so I obviously don't want to start with frozen because then there's a higher chance of things melting and I don't want people, you know, getting their liquid ice cream by the time I'm done shopping and delivering. So I typically just start with produce and work my way around. Now, a big thing I was worried about when I started Instacart was that something a customer wanted would be out of stock. You know, if they wanted toilet paper and there hasn't been toilet paper on the shelf in like five weeks, what was I going to do? And a lot of times customers have already selected replacements. So let's use the example that a customer has a family size nacho cheese pack of Doritos on their list. So I head to the chip aisle and as soon as I get to the chip aisle, I notice that they have a family sized Cool Ranch Dorito or they have a regular sized nacho Dorito and I'm not sure which one the customer would prefer. So I hit that I cannot find the product and then their ideal replacement pops up. So then I see that they would prefer to have the family size Cool Ranch if the nacho cheese is out. So it's really easy to make replacements like that. Sometimes it's a little more complicated and you have to contact the customer. When shopping, I honestly just act like I'm shopping for myself and I try to get exactly what's on the list to my best of my abilities because things are things are going to be out sometimes and then I simply try to pick high quality items such as when I'm buying produce or meat you know you wouldn't buy yourself a, a bag of apples that's heavily bruised and leaking and just gross you would want to get the best ones they had so that's just the mindset I go in and I that's just how I shop. So when you found all of the items, then you head to checkout and checkout's so easy. If you're at Kroger, the Kroger card's on the app. You just have the cashier scan it. You scan all the necessary stuff. Then you swipe your Instacart card to pay and it's the easiest process. The app just takes you through everything. After you check out, you put all the groceries in your car and then you go out for delivery and when you're going to deliver, um, you just navigate to their house. And most people want a contactless delivery. So honestly, y'all, I literally just drop the groceries off at their door. Some people want you to ring the doorbell and knock. Some people have little kids and they don't want you to ring the doorbell in case they're napping or something like that. So just as a precaution, I always snap a pic of the groceries on their porch. And I just send a quick message in the app like, hey, just dropped off your groceries. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Honestly, I just add that last touch in to help my tips and make them feel like they got a good experience. I, like I said earlier, um, Instacart doesn't really pay that much. I rely on tips to really make it profitable. So let's, let's just go into that. Instacart's base pay typically from what I've seen is around $7. Okay. That's the average. It could be more, it could be less, but it's around $7. 
and I have been timing myself about how long it takes me to do deliveries. So I found that a typical delivery in Murfreesboro takes me about an hour. That is time me driving to the store, giving time for me to shop, and then that's time for delivery. So if you think about it, that's shopping pretty fast because Murfreesboro's kind of spread out. Um, but yeah, it takes me about an hour. So let's say I get an order for $7 and no tip. Obviously, that would mean I would make $7 an hour and that's not that profitable. You know, that's that's less than minimum wage. So that's typically why I try not to take low orders like that. And you'll find a lot of shoppers avoid low orders like that. And I've I've taken a $7 order and no tip and that customer literally didn't tip me the whole time. And then I also took a $7 order with no tip and then I got a $15 tip after delivery. So sometimes you just got to decide if you want to take the chance or not. Um, I've done both and gotten burned and gotten a good reward from it. So it really just depends. I, um, I typically try to get batches that are at least like $10 or more. And that's just to make it profitable for me. Honestly, that's the minimum I'm willing to work for. And you can kind of set that now Instacart's let's just, okay. So we've covered, is it worth it? You want to make sure it's worth your time. So time yourself, right? Now we're going to go into the cons of Instacart and there are a few of them. Okay. And I have to be real and honest with you guys. So a con of Instacart, the first con of Instacart is low tippers or no tippers. So honestly, it kind of stinks and it's really unfortunate. They're not obligated to tip, but it's always nice when they do, you know, you're taking the time to go grocery shop for these people. You pick out high quality items. You ask them if they forgot anything, if they need anything extra. And then a tip is just that nice little cherry on top that makes you feel like you did a job well done. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's encouraging. They don't have to, but it's highly recommended. Another con of Instacart is that they're currently facing an influx of shoppers, I think, in some areas. So in Murfreesboro, I haven't found it to be as bad as what I've heard other places are. And um, with this influx of shoppers, there's also people that are using bots. And what these bots do are they swipe and accept the high-paying batches like a milliseconds before a human could. I know that sounds kind of crazy. So what people do is they pay like $300 for this bot and the bot, as soon as a batch comes up, they swipe on it if it's over a certain amount and that person automatically gets that batch and the bot did it faster than a human like possibly could. So it's really like a really unfair advantage for you to get the high paying batches. If that's if that makes sense, it's it just it means when I see a $65 order come up, and I go to swipe on it, I get the notification that the batch is gone before I've even had time to really see that there was a $65 order pop up. And other things can play into like the timing of when you see things like your cell signal and stuff like that. But bots have become a problem just because they're an unfair advantage people are using to get the really good paying orders that we all hope for. So that kind of stinks. But another con of Instacart is that um, sometimes customers order $300 worth of groceries and they live on the third floor of an apartment building. I've had that happen 
and it can suck. So if, if you're not really looking for something that um, you have to be quick and you have to um, carry things up flights of stairs and carry things like down and up long driveways and travel 20 minutes out of town to deliver, then, you know, this might not be for you. Sometimes I find that it's I find that it's worth it because there's good orders in between the bad ones, but I definitely should have anticipated the $300 grocery order on the third floor, but I didn't before I started. So that one was super fun to complete. Um, <laughs> another con of Instacart is that you have to be fast. So like I said earlier with the whole payment, um, and we'll actually go into how you get paid like specifically in a second, like how that gets to your bank, but you have to be fast in order to be profitable. So like I said earlier, if it takes me about an hour and that's just the fastest I can get with picking quality items and still being, you know, on my toes and practically running through the store sometimes, I have to get batches that are higher than that. And so, you know, if I were to take a $10 batch and take two hours to fulfill it, then that's $5 an hour plus gas. That's not worth my time. So you kind of have to work quickly and it's hard in the beginning there's a learning curve you have to learn all the different stores but now you know when I go in a different Kroger there's like five in Murfreesboro I kind of know how they're each laid out and I know where to go so you really get the hang of it but you do have to be fast to make it profitable now we're going to move on to um, specifically how you get paid so Instacart pays weekly which I really love you can instantly cash out your Instacart payments every day I choose not to do that just because I like to get it in the week you know I don't really necessarily have to have it that day but it is nice that they give you the instant cash out option your tips you have to wait until the end of the week to get just because customers have three days to modify their tips so that always just comes at the beginning of the week anyway. And I signed up for direct deposit. So it goes straight to my bank. Super easy. It's in there. They say they pay on Monday. So it takes about a day to process. So it's typically there on Tuesday. It's been super great. I made really good money from it. Um, yeah, payment's super easy. So my verdict is that if you are somebody who wants a job, you can work your hours on and make okay money you're not gonna make like crazy money to feed a family on I, I wouldn't think so but if you're a college student or a young person and you feel comfortable with shopping for groceries and taking them to people then you know I feel like this is a great side hustle it's kind of on up there with like Grubhub and DoorDash and stuff I know some people who have DoorDash and Grubhub and then they're also an Instacart shopper and they kind of um, swap up throughout the day and they make a bunch of money doing that so that's something you can do overall I like it I recommend it fighting for batches during busy times is not that fun especially when you know you're competing against bots but in the end you know you still get batches and like I said you still get okay money so it's worth it I'd recommend it um, thanks guys for tuning into this episode honestly when I was recording I got interrupted 50 million times and I apologize for that but I hope you guys have a great weekend and a great week. And let me know your thoughts on Instacart if you've used it or if you've thought about using it or if you've thought about working for them. Let me know. See you guys next week. Keep it 20 fun. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 20 Fun Pod to get previews and sneak peeks of upcoming episodes. 
This episode is edited by Joshua Brooks and the music was created by Tanner Boswell. See y'all next week. Keep it 20 fun.